Hello, and welcome to the Creative Gene Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Richardson. This is your one-stop shop to all things pertaining to the wonderful world of songwriting. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, and welcome back to another episode. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for listening. And today's guest has one of the purest hearts that I've ever met. Um, She's a visionary and a go-getter, and she has such a great, powerful voice. And she's an amazing songwriter, which is why I asked her to come on here. So please give a very warm welcome to Daphne Clark. Hey, Daphne, how are you? Hey, thank you so much for having me. You're about to make the tears come down already. Just Aww. getting started. <laughs> no problem. Thank you so much. Yeah, so Daphne is a friend from my local, which is basically like a house church um, situation happening in Nashville, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so why don't you introduce yourself and tell us more about you? Yeah, so my name is Daphne Clark. Um, oh boy, I've been in worship and ministry for oof, a long time. I won't give my age, but over 10 years. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just love um, just leading, worship leading, songwriting. Um, actually used to be a music therapist. So we can talk some more about that later on. But yeah, of course. Um, you know, kind of got into songwriting through that and just really discovering. Um, how powerful lyrics can be when they are, you know, combined with the right melodies and instrumentation. And so right now, you know, I'm here in Nashville, been here for three years now and, you know, working, you know, as part of a few churches right now, helping get some things going with worship and songwriting and just really excited about, you know, what can come next for me and how I can expand worship, you know, in Nashville within the community. That's so beautiful. That's great. Um, so we're going to go into our Lyric of the Week segment. Has there been anything that you've been listening to lately that kind of stood out to you? Yes. So I haven't really been a John Mayer fan for long, but um, okay. probably in the past few years. But there's one album that oh, I just really love, and it's um, his album, The Search for Everything. Um, Mm -hmm. And so there's one song on there called Changing. And I've just been listening to a lot of that one because, you know, I feel like this is definitely a season of change, like not just on a personal level, but like historical level, economical Mm -hmm. level, like world (laughs) level. Um, So there's this lyric in there. um, I see the sky changing reminds me of my changing. Wish I could tie me a rope around the sun because I am not done changing. And so it really just, I don't know, because, you know, things never stop changing. And I know some people, you know, they're afraid of change. Um, There's this perception of change, like the change is coming in to like take the normal away from me. And it's a bad thing. But I think like, especially in 2020, like change has been like more of like moving towards improvement, you know, change for the better. And, you know, with all the changes going on around me, I've been Mm -hmm. even more focused on what's happening within me. And, you know, I think it's really easy for us to, you know, forget, you know, yeah, it's great to be 
part of the cause and to to drive change in our country and in the world. But you mm-hmm. can't, you know, neglect yourself because yeah. that's where the change has to start first before change can happen outside, you know, of who you are, outside of your community, outside of your country. Like it has to start from within first. So that's definitely been a lyric that's really been making me think a lot more. Wow, that is so powerful. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I'm going to have to go listen to that one. Yeah, no, definitely. (laughs) Changing John Mayer. Yeah, definitely. Changing by John Mayer. That's cool. Well, I have a lyric. Um, The song is called Face to Face by Matt Carney. Mm -hmm. And um, I just really like how beautiful the lyric kind of just flows together. Um, So the chorus goes, I feel your thunder pouring like rain. Down on the mountains of all my mistakes, rolling like rivers, running with grace into the ocean of your embrace. Oh, wow. And it's just pretty, it's just like, you know, simile and metaphors just kind of all flowing together. And it's just very well done. I think a lot of times when you put a bunch of like literary devices like similes and metaphors back to back, sometimes it can kind of get lost and kind of get clunky. But, um, I think the meaning of this kind of stayed together and it just worked, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was really great. So yeah, that's my lyric. I think I've only listened to him a little bit. I need to go back and spend some more time with Matt Kearney. (laughs) Yeah, no, I really like his songwriting. Yeah. Um, There's a lot to learn from him. Definitely. (laughs) Love that. Yeah. So let's get to know you a little bit more as a songwriter. All right, let's do it. <laughs> so, how did you first get into songwriting? So, I've always been intrigued by it, but growing up, I always thought it was one of those things like you're either born with or not. And so, mm-hmm. I kind of veered away from it. I was kind of afraid of it. Um, but when I was in school for uh, music therapy, um, you know, I ended up writing songs for like the children I would go um, spend time with and the elderly I would go spend time with, like write songs specifically for them um, and tailor it to them. And I I noticed a difference, you know, instead of just taking someone else's song um, and switching things around, but actually, you know, getting to know that person and writing something mm-hmm. specifically for their needs, I saw the difference. And so I was like, wow, what if I can do this for myself? Um so I actually took, um, had some extra credits. So I took a songwriting class. Um, I f- felt completely out of my element, but it was kind of like, it was good because it showed me where to start, you know? And I think yeah. I was just so overwhelmed by the thought of songwriting. I had no idea where to start. And so that intro to songwriting class really just gave me some foundations and gave me some things to think about. Um, you know, it's not just necessarily free writing, you know, (laughs) there's like Mm -hmm. an actual form to it. And, you know, and basically like even showed me that anything that pops into my mind can be turned into a song. And so, you know, since then, um, you know, that's where I picked up the term song seeds from my professor. And it's like, I have all these recordings, all these notes, just like little tidbits of melodies I'll get or lyrics or subjects of songs that I will get and I'll just write them down, record them. And, you know, I'll know I'll come back to it later, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's also about just being patient. I haven't been a patient person all my life. (laughs) I'm a lot better, (laughs) but I, you know, at first I was like, no, I want to get this song. I want to write it down, be done with it. Like 
in an hour, not have to come back to it. But obviously that's not realistic if you're a songwriter. <laughs> Sometimes so that true. can happen, but no. <laughs> um, so I really just had to really embrace the process and then, mm-hmm. you know, just really pick out just characteristics of myself. Like, okay, what's something typical of myself that probably wouldn't help my songwriting process? And then like trying to think of the opposite, you know, approach it in a more open-minded manner, a more patient manner. And then Mm -hmm. once I, you know, got the patience under my belt and not wanting to force it, then it kind of became more natural to me. Wow. That's so interesting. It was a process to get to the process (laughs) of songwriting and, you know, because you get frustrated sometimes. Yeah. But it's like when you have, when you set those expectations when you know, mm-hmm. okay, this is the process. This is how it normally works. This is sometimes it's different, but this is how it normally works. Then you're like, okay, let me follow the process, and you know, it'll it'll be better for myself. You know, less stress for myself, less mm-hmm. frustration for myself, and I'll actually enjoy it. So it definitely took me some time to learn that. That is super amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, what would you say your genre is? Oh, that's another thing. So that's something I've struggled with until like last year. So it's hard because, so I grew up in church. Like that's where I learned Mm -hmm. to sing, grew up on gospel and then, you know, contemporary Christian. And so I really had to learn like who I was. Like I had to, I had to define my identity first as a songwriter. And I think, you know, a lot of Christian artists like growing up, you know, first thing you identify is as a Christian. And mm-hmm. I'm definitely a Christian. Like it's my lifestyle. It's who I am. It's who I love to be. It's 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 a way of life. And so, but when you think about, okay, what, what does Christian music sound like nowadays? Mm-hmm. I had a lot of conflicts. I was like, that's definitely not how I sound. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like, can I be a Christian and a songwriter and not sound like what's out on mainstream? So okay, yeah. I really uh-huh. had like, I, there was a lot of frustration in that. For a moment, I stopped writing. Um, and then I kind of just got back into it. And I was like, you know what? Like as a songwriter, I am, you know, my faith is definitely number one. But, you know, I have, I go through experiences and challenges just like anyone else, you know, mm-hmm. whether they're a believer or not. And so I write from that place, but I just have a lens as a Christian you know? And so mm-hmm. growing up, I also listened to Aretha Franklin, Lauren Hill, um, you know, 70s, 60s, classic rock, the Beatles. And so I had to think about who am I as, who am I, you know, musically, you know, not right. as a person, but who am I musically? And so you take all those genres and I'm like, that's my type of music. You know, it comes from a place of, you know, faith and, you know, just going through my life experiences, but that indie soul rock, you know, a little bit of classic rock and a little bit of folk, like that's who I am um, musically. So once Mm -hmm. I, you know, identified who I was in that sense, I'm, you know, I'm definitely like owning the indie soul genre because that's just what Mm -hmm. I love. That just fits my vibe. Um, I even love like, even like the funk soul. And so, um yeah so that's where I would kind of fall definitely like indie soul with a little funk and a little bit of classic rock so just a, a few different things in there oh I love it yeah 
That's amazing. Um, so what do you normally like to write about? Definitely life experiences. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have phases in life. And so, yeah. um, you know, at the beginning, I was writing a lot about discovering God and who he meant to me um, because that's where I was at that part of my life. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, then over the years, you write about relationships you have, things that don't go well. You write about the relationships you want to have. Right now, I'm mostly writing about just just people and how people are hurting and Mm -hmm. how, you know, just how everything in this world is affecting every single one of us, whether we admit it or not, it affects us. And so right now I'm just writing to promote like peace and love and just really, you know, really digging deep into like, you know, what brings you joy? You know, for me, it's definitely my faith that keeps me grounded. That brings me joy. Um, but then it's also like spending time with people, getting to know people or taking walks in nature. So that's kind of like the phase I'm at now where it's more like holistic instead of like I'm only writing about breakups or I'm only writing about, you know, worship music. Mm-hmm. Now it's like a more holistic approach to life. Wow. Yeah, that's really good. I've never heard anyone um, use the word holistic um, when it comes to like songwriting. So yeah. that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's really <laughs> what it is, you know, and everyone's going to get there. Like it just depends on the season you're in and the phase you're in. Some people only want to write about certain things, but I mean, we really have the, you, you can write about anything you want to write about. Right. You yeah. Know? Um, it, it really reflects what's going on inside of you, what's going on around you. So really depending on what's going on around you, I feel like that influences a lot of what we write about. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Um, so tell me more about your creative process. So how do you initially write a song? Yeah. So I'm a melody person. So okay. melodies and hooks, they come to me really quickly. Um, so if I get one, like I said, I'll, I'll record it and, you know, come back to it. If I'm in the zone to like, or have the time to start it then and there, normally I'll work out, um, the melody, the hook, the lyrics to the hook, and then I'll write out, get the melody for the rest of the song and then add the lyrics. So I'm kind of like a music first and then lyrics after. Okay. Um, I've had a few times where I've just written lyrics and then put music to it or had someone else put music to it. But mm-hmm. my process is, has just always been melody first. Like I, I can always like play the whole song melodically in my head before mm-hmm. the lyrics come. Yeah, that's pretty much like me. <laughs> right? Because it yeah. kind of like influences your writing. Exactly, you know? yeah. When you know where the song is going to go or you you know how dramatic you want to get or if you want to throw in a key change, you know. Um, right. So it kind of helps you guide the lyrics and, you know, what you want to say to try to make sure they kind of line up and are, you know, powerful together when they mm-hmm. line up. I don't know. I know I hear different different processes, but yeah. And I never really hear a lot of people that start with the melody like you and me. So <laughs> really? I, I, yeah, I really don't. I hear a lot of people they just write lyrics first, uh-huh. um, and then you know they'll put the mel- the music to it. But I don't know. I've tried doing that. It just didn't come naturally. Yeah, it to just me. doesn't really. Yeah, 
Like, I think I definitely want to try to do it more just to like grow as a songwriter. Exactly. But I always revert back to just, oh, the melody, you know, it just, it just kind of happens, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it just comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, who are you to fight it? You know, just exactly. let it come. <laughs> yeah. Just let it, just let it happen. Yep. <laughs> so what's your favorite aspect of songwriting? I would have to say there are a few. So when I initially got into songwriting, like for myself, it was really just a great way for me to process my feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, Just writing them down and then adding melody and just really having my feelings come out more than one way. You know, instead of talking using words in a song, it comes out through the words, the lyrics, but also comes out through dynamics. It comes out through intonations, it comes out through whatever, everything, the chord progression, it comes out in so many different ways. And so I think that's my favorite aspect. Um, Another aspect is sometimes I will write something to challenge myself vocally. So I have a few songs where they're either like super fast and really wordy, or they like start at the lowest part of my range and then end at the very highest part of my range. Oh, wow. Um, so I have like a few songs like that because they represent, you know, a time when I have a wide range of emotions, you know, oh, and I okay. want that to come through. But also it kind of just pushes me um, musically as a vocalist um, to try not to always write something that's comfortable for myself. Mm. So I really love that aspect of it because you know I love growth I'm all about growth Mm -hmm. and if you don't push yourself you know you won't grow and so if I need to work on my lower register if I need to work on two octaves in one song like I'll I'll sit down and write with that intention (laughs) just to (laughs) like you know just to push myself um and then just you know keep singing it and you know and then when I finally nail it like it's just like it's more than just that accomplishment you feel when you finish a song. Now you mm-hmm. have that added layer of, oh, I can perform it the way I want to perform it. Yeah. So I think that's really fun too when it comes to writing your own songs. Yeah, I feel like I've done that unintentionally. Like <laughs> I feel like I've written a song that was just so hard for me to sing. And I'm I was trying to perform it later on. I'm just like, why why can't I sing this? Why did I write this? What what is going on? <laughs> Um, but you know, it does, it stretches you, it grows you. And Mm -hmm. I think it's so good to have like the skills to write something that, you know, will help you grow. Yeah. Something challenging. Right. Yeah. Spice it up a bit. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to go into our topic for the day. All right. And today's topic is rewriting, Mm, which is something songwriters definitely struggle with. Yes. Me included. (laughs) So yeah. how often do you rewrite songs? So I've only been doing that like oh, the past few years. Mm-hmm. So when I've, <laughs> the first part of my songwriting, um, I guess time, I was very stubborn. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, once I finish a song, that's it. I'm not coming back to it. It's not going to get any better. And so <laughs> then I realized, you know, I was like, no, because then I will, you know, dig up a song that I wrote three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it would sound so much better if I did this or did that. Um, and so that's when I realized I was like, okay, I got to stop being stubborn. And again, I need to embrace the process because rewriting is a part of the process. It is. Um, 
And so I'm actually, um, I'm actually in the process of rewriting some songs that I written probably like five, six years ago, and even okay. rearranging some songs from mm-hmm. a few years ago. Um, just because it's so important to step away from something and come back mm-hmm. to it because, you know, we get so like laser focused in that moment. And then, you know, I kind of feel like that kind of like stunts our, stunts our creativity because yeah. we aren't really allowing things to flow naturally because we're kind of trying to force it in the moment to finish it. Yeah. So I'm definitely getting on myself. I'm not doing it as much as I would like to, but I am definitely like getting on myself to revisit songs that, you know, I think are done. And, you know, if I go back and I feel like, nope, that's perfect to me. There's nothing I want to change. That's fine. But I'm at least going to go back and revisit it because you just never know, you know, what you've picked up in the meantime or what you've learned in the meantime or something new you've heard, like some new sound you've heard, some new idea you've you've got. So Mm -hmm. you just never know, like going back to it where you can just kind of even twist the lyrics or, you know, twist the the arrangement a bit um, or slow it down, like Uh give it a different style. Like I'm doing that to a lot of my songs that I wrote earlier on when I was still figuring out my sound. Um, now that I know my sound, now I'm like, okay, I'm going back and just kind of tailoring them to Mm -hmm. fit who I am now. So I think it's super, super important. But again, I'm still warming up to the idea, (laughs) but I know how important rewriting is. Yeah, it's very important. Mm -hmm. Why do you think songwriters are less likely to rewrite their songs? I mean, you kind of mentioned it before, but like, Mm -hmm. you know. I think it has a lot to do with our ego, you yeah. know, because we uh-huh. think, you know, you spend four hours or you spend two weeks on a song and it's done. And so the thought of, no, there's still more you can do even after that. You're like, no, I've given it all I can give. <laughs> this is this is good. This is good as it gets. I'm not coming back to it. I think to us, we think the opportunity to improve it means that what we've done wasn't good enough. And that's not true at all. You yeah. know? It doesn't diminish the work we've already put in. Um, you're just you're just improving it. You know, nothing's wrong with improving it. So I think I really had to just let go of my ego in that and just really think, okay, if going back to it will really make this song the best that it can, um, then why not? You know, why right. not just go back to it, see if there's something else there, even like bring in someone else. I've been doing that. You know, a lot of my earlier songs, I wasn't co-writing. So, um, you know, a lot of my earlier songs that I finished, I've Mm -hmm. been reintroducing into some co-writes and sending them to people and like saying, Hey, take a listen to this. Would this be something you would want to contribute to? Or do you have any other ideas? Um, of course it's awesome when they're like, no, it sounds great the way it is, but you know, (laughs) it's also really cool when they're like, yeah, how about we try this? Or how about we do that? And so I think that creates even more opportunities to connect with other people Mm -hmm. um, because everyone has strengths. Everyone has different perspectives. And I think that only enhances, you know, the original idea. Absolutely. 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So like what is like your process with rewriting? You know, I don't really have one yet, but there is one song that I'm in the process of rewriting and 
I caught myself when I found it. I didn't, I found the lyrics, mm-hmm. but I didn't listen to the recording. Okay. So yeah. I'm kind of trying to go in like with a blank slate, like as if I've been given these lyrics and then just creating a brand new melody out of it. Okay. So that's something I'm trying now. Um, there are some other ones where I'll go through, listen, and then like pick verses or a chorus where I'm like, eh, it doesn't really mm-hmm. hit it. And then I'll just do it section, you know, just a section at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this new one I'm on, I'm kind of just like trying not to get the original melody stuck in my head because that makes yeah, it really so hard. hard. Yeah. It makes it so hard. And it's like, I want something, I want to try something fresh. Um, cause I had an idea, um, for something different I wanted to do. Um, that wasn't really like a, a form, a usual form song, a little bit open, a little bit airy, a little bit more like kind of sensory. And so I knew I had these lyrics from this song that was very, um, a lot of imagery in it. So I was like, oh, that'd be great. But I was like, I'm not going to listen to the melody. I kind of just want to take the lyrics that I have and trying to create that, that new vision I have for it. So we'll see how that goes, but yeah, I'll be curious to see if, you know, something good comes out of it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I know a lot of times for me, like when it comes to rewriting, I think I'm just so eager just for like the next song, you know, just writing mm-hmm. the next thing onto the yep. new, the next that I, I just don't really give a lot of attention to <laughs> rewriting. Yeah. But um, like you, I'm definitely learning. And um, whenever I have like a new idea for a song that I already have, um, it's kind of like a tug of war like I'm wrestling with like well should I just kind of keep it like keep the same vibe or should I change it and should I you know it's just it's a lot so I guess my yeah. question for you is like how do you determine what part of a song needs to change essentially mm-hmm. I don't know I have I use a lot of my instincts mm-hmm. um even in life like I get, I have really good instincts especially about people so yeah. I kind of trust <laughs> them in my music too like I don't know if something isn't fitting. Yeah. Um, and you know, it can be the most frustrating thing ever, but I know like, okay, this either these lyrics aren't personifying how I really feel Uh or, you know, this melody isn't really fitting in there or maximizing it or, um, there's too many words, you know, cause you know, I can, I like the process. So I like to be kind of descriptive. And so I did learn in my songwriting that, you know, less is more sometimes. And so that's something else I've had to get accustomed to. But I don't know. I think it's just, it's an instinct thing, you know, like I I can feel, I don't know, it's weird. It's corny, but like (laughs) on the inside, like there's a feeling I get when I know like this song is the way I want it to be. Like this is it's saying exactly what I want it to say. And when I sing it, it feels the way I want it to feel. So Mm -hmm. I don't really have any like quantitative, you know, to describe it, but it's definitely just like an instinct. Mm, You just know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. That's just like, I guess a talent that songwriters have, like they can just feel it, you know, they just feel it like, no, this isn't, this isn't it, you know? Right. And then they do what it takes to make it right. Yeah, no matter how long. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny because like now I'm thinking about Songland. Are you familiar with Songland? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like 
they'll pitch it to the artist and the artist is just like, you know, something like, I like where you're going with this, but this mm-hmm. is just not, there's just something about it that's just not there. Yeah. And then they'll go back and change it. And then the artist is like, yes, now this is it. Right. Um, so it's just, it's interesting how like, you know, they were still able to figure out what it was and change it. And so it's just, you know, going with your gut, I guess. It's just yeah. the way to be. And it depends on the person, you know, because right, the songwriter yeah. is writing from their perspective. But like if the mm-hmm. artist is going to perform it, they're going to want to fill it too. So mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's where a lot of the rewriting comes into hand. You know, I think it is important to, you know, sometimes have like the person who's going to sing it, you know, most of the time it's not going to be it. But being a singer songwriter, you're mostly going to be the one True. to sing it. But when you're writing for other people, I do think that's like another added on thing to the process you have to consider like who who you're writing for who's going to sing it and how they're going to connect to it and you have to be open definitely have to be open to rewriting yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I agree um so what advice do you have for songwriters who may be struggling with the whole rewriting idea (laughs) yeah so I mean my advice for anyone who's like struggling with anything is first, like give yourself grace. You know, it's definitely not an easy process. Not everyone can do it. Um, and not everyone can do it well, but you know, if you give yourself grace and you, you know, put your ego aside and make sure you know that like going back and rewriting does not diminish all the work you've put in thus far, like you're able to rewrite and build upon what you have because of the work you've already put in. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to not dismiss, you know, the first 10 versions or the first version, whatever it is, like, don't dismiss it because it's going to, it's, it's needed in order to get, you know, get the song to where you want it to be and where it should be. And, you know, another thing is, you know, get out of your own way. And I say that mentally, like I'm someone who's been in my way for years, um, <laughs> definitely <laughs> like overthinking things and then just being too judgmental of myself and too harsh on myself. Um, and you know, that's why it's like taking me a little bit longer to put things out. But, you know, once I got out of my own way and really just found value in what I can create and what I can offer to people, it gets you excited about, you know, going back to something you wrote five years ago and saying, Hey, how can I improve it? as someone who has improved over the five years, you know? Mm, yeah. So yeah. it's like, you don't stop growing. So your writing shouldn't stop growing. So when you look at it that way, it kind of takes that, oh, I have to rewrite this or, oh, you know, I shouldn't have to rewrite it because it was perfect the first time. Like, it takes all that away from it because it gives you a different perspective of the process. Mm, yeah. 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 I definitely like what you said um, about getting out of your own way. Mm-hmm. because that is that is just crazy like I think that's a lot of songwriters biggest problems they're they're just in their own way I know for me I am definitely always yep. 100% in my own way <laughs> it's crazy it really is it's like but again like it's it's the parts of ourselves that get in our way so mm-hmm. the thing like the ego like make sure you check that you know your insecurities make sure you check that because those are the things we stumble upon. So once we can get those out the way, then we can keep improving and keep improving our craft at the same time. 
Yeah. And um, like like you said, rewriting isn't because, you know, you lack something in songwriting or you're mm-hmm. bad songwriting. You're, you're just building on what you mm-hmm. already have. You know, you're just you're making it better. Right. You know, you're using your skills that you've developed in a new way and you're improving. Exactly. You know, it's growth. It's growth. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite word, growth. Yes. Your theme. Your theme, theme of life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's so cool. So do you have any last thoughts? No, I mean, this has been awesome. Thank you for mm-hmm. this opportunity. Um, it's definitely an, an exciting time for me personally. Um, just, you know, finally getting out of my own way um, mm-hmm. and getting into some music and hopefully releasing some music this fall and Um, I'm just really excited to see what I come out with and also just the people around me. Like I know yourself, you're working on things and Mm -hmm. I think it's just a really good time to be creative. Um, and you know, I think the world needs our creativity right now. So I just think it's, it's a really great time to be a songwriter. Yeah, I definitely agree. This is quite the time to be a songwriter. (laughs) There's plenty to say. (laughs) <laughs> plenty I mean tons and tons and tons <laughs> of things to write about yeah yeah so where can we listen to you right now do you have anything out yeah so I actually have one song out um on Spotify you can find me under Daphne Michelle D-A-P-H-N-E-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E um but like I said uh, you know I've honed on my craft and got my sound so like this next project coming out super excited Um, So I'll just be releasing some singles here and there, um, probably starting in like October through the end of the year. Um, But you can follow me on Spotify, again, Daphne Michelle or Instagram at DaphneM.Music, D-A-P-H-N-E-M dot (laughs) M-U-S-I-K-S-I-C. That is so great. Well, thanks again for coming on, Daphne. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is awesome. And I can't wait to see how you grow with this podcast and how you help to encourage other people out there. This is really awesome. Oh, thanks so much. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. Until next time. Bye. Bye.